Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Welcome to Crime Club, episode three, with me, Jack Beaumont, a.k.a. Dr. Perfect Girth, a.k.a. the lanky streak of semi-criminal piss. We've got a bloke talking about a moral crime of his, and then I talk about the worst thing I've ever done. It's a bit of a change from the first two episodes, I know, uh, although there is still some illegality towards the end, so all you crime enthusiasts can shut up. Anyway, without further ado, doodle fucking do, we'll have a jingle, shall we? Go by it, Tom, or do you want an alias? By the way? No, that's fine, Tom's fine. Tom's fine. As far as I'm aware, this is a pretty fucked up story. Uh, I don't know the, all the ins and outs, but it took place in a club. Are we going to a club? Is that what happened? Yeah, yeah, it is a quite a fucked up story. But, but yeah, so this is what, three years ago now. Um, group of people that I work with at the pub at the time go down to Peckham, go to Bussy, Soul Train on the Thursday night, I think it was. So we get in quite comfortably, really. Having a drink, sort of, first, I don't know, 45 minutes, just and any like any normal night. You go and you, you scope it out, you, you grab your drink. Whatever. Had you been on the Class A's as well? There'd been, there'd been some sort of Class A's, I couldn't tell you which one, but yeah, we, were, we weren't just drunk. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so what, we were in there, in the club, 45 minutes or so, decided to go out for a cigarette. Um... And initially, it was so. So this girl was talking to my mate, and she had a friend um, who was in a wheelchair. I can't remember either of their names, to be fair. But um, so the girl that could we give them aliases just so we know who we're referring to. Okay. So let's call her uh, um, Sarah in the wheelchair. How the mate? Alice. 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 Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Alice and Sarah, um, but her friend Sarah in the wheelchair seemed to. To take quite a shining to me basically so she was like flirting with me a little bit background chat where you're from studying etc etc I won't remember any of the, the details of those stories if yeah. I'm honest but so just chatting with her um, and then she's just like oh do you want to go back inside and I was thinking how the hell the fuck is she going to get upstairs like it's literally from the smoking area it's literally just three flights of stairs and then you're on the first floor um, 
So when I went around the back of her, there's like a little side gate and the bouncer unlocks it, you go down and you're, I'm guessing you're going in like the delivery lift. Yeah, goods lift. Yeah, yeah. the goods lift basically. <clears throat> so we're in this, um, <coughs> what I consider the disabled lift of the night, took us up to the first floor on the dance floor um, and her mate disappeared, Alice disappeared. So it was just me and Sarah basically in the middle of the dance floor, like we're not moving obviously, she's just... I've just plonked her in the middle of the dance floor <laughs> and sort of like dancing around her. Um, all the way, meanwhile, obviously getting a few weird looks. It, I'm yeah. not whether they were thinking this guy's seedy as fuck or whatever. Well, I've seen thinking. your dance moves before and they're pretty, they're pretty full on. They so, are, very, yeah. You, were you dancing full on? Or were you just, uh, were you I just think just... I was a little bit more reserved because obviously she couldn't yeah. like, be as full on. Um, but she was still dancing away in her chair. Um, but... So yeah, we're, we're dancing, um, and then she she like calls me down like to, to ask me a question, what I what I assumed, um, and then she just kissed me. So she got, went, I went down to talk to her. She just started kissing me. So obviously, yeah, so sort of is she fit by the way? Is she good looking? Uh, I mean, I can't really remember exactly what she looked like, but yeah. I remember on the night being like she wasn't the most attractive person I'd ever met. Obviously, I was trying to hit on her mate originally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, she wasn't she wasn't like this disfigured like yeah, she yeah. Was, she and was, like was um did she have like full like was she full if you were to if you were to stand her up would she look happy have the same height as an average woman or was she oh yeah she looked, was probably like well, I don't know five four five five quite skinny build yeah, yeah, yeah. but she was just obviously just didn't have the use of her legs unfortunately um but no she was alright you know what I mean she wasn't yeah. anything special but you wouldn't have kicked her out on a cold night I'd bet, basically yeah. um so yeah she I was kissing her um all of me while obviously getting a few more weird looks I'm sure um. But then, yeah, so I was quite content, still dancing with her a little bit. Um, and then she basically starts groping my... Well, I'm standing sort of like behind her to the right or... Yeah, to the right, because so she's using her right hand. She's sort of like groping me a little bit. And I'm looking around thinking this is like quite awkward. Only John Thomas, yeah? Yeah, exactly. Over the over jeans and everything. But it was still like... She was proper having a good feel for it. Yeah, like. yeah. Um, so yeah, she was proper going for it, basically trying to give me a hand job on the dance floor. But for how long would you say that went on for? I don't know, a good f- f- five minutes. And when she's doing this, when she's got your Ampton in her hand, is she like? Um, are you like dancing? I'm just there? dancing as if nothing's happening. So because right. I don't know really not to do. Um, so yeah, I'm just dancing, dancing, um, and that's sort of. And then I'm just with her for basically the direct duration of the night, just like dancing. Bit fondling, like kissing, um, and it must be like I don't know three o'clock. My my lads come up to me and say like we're we're all off back to one of our mates' house. We're, we're gonna have a little after chill. Um, are you coming? And I was like, I think I'm in here. <laughs> I was fucked, obviously as well. Um, but I was like, I was pretty sure I was in, so I was just like, Nah, I'm cool. I'm gonna stay. Yeah. Um, to which obviously all they thought that was quite hilarious. That I was trying to move this girl in a wheelchair. Um, but it was what it was. Um, and then basically, so yeah, they left and then we decided to leave as well. So we went back down the lift, going out, blah, 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 sitting on the street. Um, and um, we had to go, I think she lived in Elephant and Castle. So we're getting a bus, but I was just like, I don't, I don't have an Oyster card. Like, because obviously I've walked into Peckham. I can, you know what I mean? I knew I was going to be walking home. I didn't bring an Oyster or I didn't have one, whatever. For every reason, I didn't have an Oyster. Um, and she was like, oh, don't worry. Um, you can get on as my carer, which to me, I mean, it probably took me about 30 seconds to a minute for it to really sink in what she just said. So I was still like wheeling her towards the bus stop. 
but stop, stop that, questions that, the questions are stopped yeah that was that was I don't know there was some sort of alarm in my head either either that was like that weirded me out or or me realising you can't do this mate this is a bit out of order well I suppose it would take the edge off any romance that was in the air in the way being called her carer yeah yeah, um, yeah it was um, I don't know it was just a shock to the system so we're sat in there having a cigarette waiting for the bus the bus comes um Obviously, she's in the wheelchair, so the ramp's coming down, so you've got all that, <laughs> yeah, all that commotion going down. Um, and what I did is I wheeled her on, sort of like put her in like the, the position where you put the buggies and et cetera and, all the, and the wheelchairs, yeah. um, and then just turned around and ran off. Fucking hell. So... Fuck's sake. So, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I did. Oh, man. She must have been so gutted, bless her. I mean, looking back on it now, I can laugh at it, but it's... That's fucking disgusting. So, like, so the thing is, well, several questions. Like, so, mm, first off, I reckon, well, it kind of implies a bit of a selfish lover because it's all fucking rosy. <laughs> it's all rosy when she's touching your fucking Corey. Yeah, but as soon as it looks like you might have to service her downstairs area, um, you, you fucking leg it. Fucking hell, mate! Oh yeah, so, mate, look, so in, in, in the in the off chance that this podcast actually gets any any more than three listeners, and in the even smaller chance that uh, one of those is Sarah, would you, if we could, if she contacted the show, and would you be able to, uh, would you be willing to apologise by form of maybe going to take it down to Pizza Express or whatever? Absolutely, absolutely. Like. As I said, I feel really bad about it. I didn't mean to hurt the girl's feelings if I did at all. I mean, she, it was to her. I, I'm hoping what happened for her is she woke up the next morning being like, oh, I was pretty fucked yesterday. Mm. And glad that didn't happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I suppose so. I suppose also another, one of thing, another thing that um, we should probably be quite clear about both of us there's, there's nothing wrong with uh, going back with a wheelchair girl, I said earlier. No, absolutely not. Or a girl in a wheelchair, I should say. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, but leave, there is something wrong with leaving on the fucking bus and running away. Hello there. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Quickly, quickly, we haven't got long. Please listen to the all-new Angelo Sandberry podcast. It's a family one. Oh, my God, it's hilarious. There's so much muck in it. 
For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I was thinking, now because I feel like you have, it takes a fair amount of uh, uh, bollocks to actually tell that story. So I was thinking it might be a good opportunity for me to by way of saying thank you, uh, tell you the worst thing I've ever done. The um, from about it was 2014. But anyway, so basically, I well in 2014 I worked for a I worked in a theatre as an usher, right, ushering people to their seats and like taking their tickets and stuff. Brought was a proper like, it was up um, well known West End theatre, yeah. Um, and when you're an usher, you have to watch, you have to sit in and watch the show. I worked there for about five months. I worked out that I'd probably seen the show about 250 times, eight shows a week. Um, and I did some research. It does say that like if that can cause your mental, not mental illness to like that can that can impact your mental health basically. Could cause your mental. It could cause. It, could cause, it can cause mental un- unwellness, um, which is how I kind of justify what happened. Anyway, <laughs> we go out for work drinks on a Wednesday. All the ushers, all the, all, all the people working at the bar and the theatre, we go to uh, what was Cheapskates, I think it's now the borderline. Uh, you get loads, of, you can bet get, we get fucked up in there, basically. I got very, very drunk. Uh, I think I got kicked out. I didn't get kicked out for being too drunk. And um, I was on my way home trying to get a, trying to get 50 feedback to South East London. Uh, but I wanted some chips, so I got 20 quid out of the cash machine. And out of nowhere, a little hand grabs the 20 pounds just as it's coming out of the machine. A little like, hooded figure, yeah? And I, I like, run after them. Like, what the fuck? Obviously, I'm battered. Like, what the fuck? Give me my fucking 20 pounds. You know, being an absolute drunken tool. Anyway, I managed to catch up with the figure and I've got to grab hold of it. This little person. Yeah? I'm like, give me my fucking 20 pounds. But it's just a, like, it's, like just, they turn around, it's just a little crackhead woman. Yeah? Which is fucking Pete. Um, and, uh, and, she, and, she, and she, she kind of grabs me. She's like, no, she doesn't give me back the 20 pounds. I'm trying to get it off. And she says, no, 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 no. And pushes me into a little side walking a little sideways just off Charing Cross Road pulls me into the corner pulls down my trousers gets my fucking Corey out and starts sucking me off I must admit I wasn't putting up the biggest fight here yeah 
that is I can't deny that I, I wasn't you know I allowed it to happen basically it was happened on my watch and um, and yeah she sucks me off for about 15, like 10 minutes it's like it's like centre of London people are kind of walking past I don't think I don't know if anyone actually sees it fucking horrible um, anyway that happens obviously I don't say, I don't get the 20 quid in the end for obvious reasons some kind of transaction has taken place um, anyway think fuck, fuck it right now I'm going to get the bus home end up I'm so, I'm so battered yeah I can't put into words how battered I am probably the drunkest I've ever been standing up anyway I get on the wrong bus end up north of Archway which is uh, like in kind of, well, Archway is uh, Archway is north of Camden um, not Greenwich or in the borough of Greenwich <laughs> where I was hoping on ending up and I get off the bus at like Archway stumbling around trying to open so for some reason I just start trying to open up front doors just trying to get in somewhere to kip basically trying to get into a building that I don't have any luck for about for what must have been about 20 minutes but I eventually get into a garden and through the garden I get into the kitchen through the back door of just some random person's just house just some random person's fucking house yeah and uh, and I just kip in the front room on the sofa and get woken up at 11am by an Eastern European woman saying who are you what are you doing and I was just like love I'm so sorry and just walks out and this was a, during this time this is when I had a fake tooth that I could take in and out I had a little plate like what old people have and uh, I'll, I'll take it out to sleep and eat and most things I've rarely put it in to be honest I'm been at work um, so she's just woken up to a fucking toothless young kid in a fucking front room at 11am you on a Thursday morning so yeah, <laughs> I became the crackhead basically and um, and I left but the thing is because I had that fake tooth I tried to I just walked out the front door I was like fuck where's my tooth I was tra- tra- like checking my pockets and uh I couldn't find it, so I just knocked on the door again, and she came to the fucking front front room window, and looked out, and I was just like, pointing at the gap in my two front teeth, my gap like my gap in the middle of my fucking face, and she's just like, she pulls her face like, sorry, I can't help you, mate. <laughs> I couldn't possibly explain why you haven't got a tooth from where it is if you did have one, <laughs> you know. And so yeah, that fucking went home, and uh, that was probably the worst. That's probably one of my best my best, my best stories, but it is despicable behaviour. See, that's, that's a lot worse than what I did, mate. <laughs> I mean, I guess, I guess in sort of different circles, but I mean, <laughs> if you rethink what happened in one night with the crackhead and then you becoming the crackhead, sort of like you went 360 on that woman. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. But yeah, seriously though, like, I, think, I think I was moving very bookie at the time. <laughs> yeah, clearly. And that wasn't the bookiest, well, that was, I think that probably was the bookiest night I had, but I was doing lots of bookie shit around then. Um, which I'm I'm trying to at least put some of the blame at the fact I was watching eight fucking musicals a week. Uh, the theatre itself was the Palace Theatre and it was the commitments that was on at the time. Decent show, great film, an excellent book, but uh, the, the musical, study, mate. the musical, did, I could fucking recite the words and stuff. Certainly. It was going loopy. So yeah, that's the worst one. It's crime club. You fucking back to front. Now, that chat with Tom only took about 14 minutes, which means I've got a bit of time to witter on about the episode by myself and hopefully bring it up to um, to 20 minutes as required. I'll start with Tom's story. You might notice that at no point do I laugh during his telling of that story. It's not because I don't find it funny necessarily, but because I don't really like listening to other people laugh on podcasts, so I try not to do it on my own. Uh, but that said, I don't think it's wrong to laugh at that story, assuming you are laughing at the sheer cowardice of Tom's running away. 
rather than the misfortune of Sarah. I actually think there's a certain beauty in the split second where Tom chooses to run. The infantile, instinctive decision-making process and the total refusal to accept any responsibility, I think, is... Uh, well, it's just mental, isn't it? I think it's quite an inherently male thing as well. Like, can you imagine a woman spending all night with a fella in a wheelchair, getting masturbated by him on the dance floor, agreeing to go home with him before changing her mind, and then just lobbing him on a bus and pegging it? It's possible, don't get me wrong, but I would always bet on the woman. If she did have a change of heart, like Tom did, which isn't, you know, the end of the world, explaining to that person's face and leaving on pleasant terms. I'm not saying all women are saints and I'm not saying all men are bastards, but I make the argument that the split second of complete disregard is uh, more common in the brain of a male bastard as opposed to a female one. Anyway, enough on that matter. Tom is actually a decent bloke. And I'm incredibly grateful that he came on the show. Now, onto my story. Uh, I can't really get someone else to kind of question me on it um, or give me their views on it. I mean, Tom didn't really have that many questions for me. But I do tell that story a bit too often, um, actually. So I'll, I'll just answer the questions that I usually get asked about it. Question one, why the fuck would you tell anyone about that? It's a good question. I don't know, really. The short answer is because it's a good story. The long answer is that I'm not really ashamed about it anymore, to be quite honest. Of course, I still appreciate how fucked it is. Um, I'm not proud of it. I know most people would be too ashamed to talk about it uh, if it was them. But having read a bit of John Ronson, I've learned that feeling shame or or being humiliated is ultimately a choice you can make. And the specific book I'd recommend reading with regards to that is uh, So You've Been Publicly Shamed, yeah, like I said, by John Ronson. I'd rather you didn't think I was a dirty, rotten bastard, but if you do, so fucking what, you know? Um, question two, still though, mate, why would you talk about it on a podcast? It's on public record. Yeah, it's not the smartest move, I, I agree. But oh well, and you know, I'm not. I'm asking people to tell me they're their weirdest, uh, nuttiest shit, so um, yeah, kind of leading by example in a weird way. Question three, not really a question, but just a lot of the time people don't believe me when I tell them that story. Um, a few of my mates didn't believe me at the time. If you don't believe me, then uh, fine. Four, did you spunk and did you get tested for STIs? No, I was too drunk and yes, I got the all clear. Couldn't think of any more questions. Um, I'll just end by saying that if anything, I actually feel worse about the breaking and entering uh, than the crackhead. I felt awful for the woman that had to kick me out of her of our house I don't know why I broke in I suppose it's just one of those things when you're so drunk so far from home and you've seen the fucking commitment so many times it all gets a bit too much and you uh, do something a bit not on I'm, I'm lucky it was her not some fucking martial arts expert and it's a miracle I didn't get in it because usually if you wake up and find some fucking tramp on your sofa you'd probably ring the old bill rather than kicking them out yourself so yeah I was very lucky indeed that said um, you know, I, I do. I'm, I am going to fall back on the fact that I was watching eight musicals a, a week. And like I said, I did some research. Do it yourself. Repetition of certain things can cause you to go mental. I looked into it myself. It is a thing. So there you go. Um. Oh, what a cut! That's that. Moral panic over. Thanks again to Tom for his willingness to talk about jilting the sweetheart in the wheelchair and to Ed Beaumont for the jingles. 
if you want to get in touch for whatever reason, maybe you're Sarah from Bossy Building, maybe you're the crackhead that nicked my score, or the migrant that found me asleep on her sofa on a Thursday morning during the winter of 2014. Or maybe you just want to call me a cunt, feel free. Email crimeclubpodcast at gmail.com or tweet at crimeclubpod, all one fucking word. Next episode involves some violence at wake, some fraud, and some unlikely lovemaking. It's going to be batshit. Get involved later. <laughs> I'm Mark Haynes, and for the last 32 years, I've been a fan of professional wrestling. My friend Pete Donaldson from the Football Ramble. He hasn't. But in our podcast, Wrestle Me, the two of us subject the greatest spectacle in sports entertainment, WrestleMania, to the kind of rigorous scrutiny that ruins it entirely. GQ called Wrestle Me enrapturing. Shortlist said it's beautiful. And it's a hit with common people too, with well over 400 five-star reviews on iTunes. Wrestle Me, available from all good podcast providers. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.